leaders in the world, Bolsonaro, or Bolsonaro, however you pronounce his name, uh, from Brazil. He's not showing up. He's not showing up. Yeah, he's not having anything to do with these bonker guys. He's pretty cool, Bolsonaro, isn't he? Yeah. They call it the bright green environmental movement. You know, there's a bright green, a dark green, and a light green movements, and other movements besides. The bright green they don't know they started with a group called the neon greens i believe they were called i mistakenly called them vermilion greens but that's nowhere near green uh the neon greens were started by of all people when i researched it monsanto their green movement was dmo and the, the bright greens are the same thing the old monsanto group has been polished up and now it's being promoted at cop 26 as the the bright green environmentalism has nothing to do with the original green movement that edward abbey and people were associated with no it's totally to promote ways of pretending you're giving alternate energies and spending more money and more labor and more pollution to do it and i agree with you on on the they just want to make it worse here is a headline let me read it to you where is it here um Oh, here. Transportecker, now this guy, right? Transportation Secretary, Pete Budelig, something guy, whatever, uh, says West West Coast port backlog unlikely to be resolved until every American is vaccinated. Now, I mean, how can you, you you can't even make up a headline like that. That's a true headline. West Coast backlog unlikely to be resolved until every American is vaccinated. I mean... The same SARS thing happened in 1968 to 1970, or maybe 67 to 69. Woodstock occurred. But then they said, oh, it had... In between that time, it had relented for a few months when they had Woodstock. They forget there were rock concerts all over the world at that time. There were no masks and no social distancing. In fact, hippies, they did a lot more than hugging. I can tell you that from experience. (laughs) You think? (laughs) I think. You think? (laughs) We put a great picture on on, uh, Telegram. On Facebook, there's a great picture of this baby, and on her baby's chest was, uh, my mom and dad didn't stay six feet apart. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's good. That's good stuff. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick. You remember at the beginning of this, they were saying if you uh, pleasured yourself, you had to wear a mask. What? That's actually what they were advised. Oh, good. If you masturbated, you had to wear a mask. What the heck? <laughs> These people are just lunatics. I mean, I don't even know why anybody, uh, you know, I, I, you just can't, you know, they just they just must think we're stupid or something, you know. I guess we are. We have been. I see yeah. changes where if, when people are finally wising up. You know, when you get to the third, fourth booster shot, they're not going to let this go. I they want to force people to take a COVID shot year after year after year, if not twice a year, and booster shots. You want to get your flu and your COVID shot 
simultaneously. They're advertising it right here in California. Come get your flu and COVID shot. Oh, good. And stay current. Stay current. Yeah. Boy. Uh, With Adam Adam Bergstrom, tell folks about your two websites, Adam. Yes. Uh, Solar Timing? Solar Timing. That's our one that we sell all the books. I think we're up to close to 50 books now. And then Sunsink. That's our, uh, that's the one that's $99 and you sign up there and it's just, there's no monthly fees, yearly fees, anything like that. You're signed up and you're good. So even if, even if I leave the planet, it's going to continue with other people. We've, <laughs> we have a commissioned a good friend of ours in India who runs the site uh, and he's done his he and his crew have done a wonderful job of running it and keeping it up. I do blogs there, like I do on One Radio Network. I think I'm up to two thousand or more blogs Amazing. on uh, One Radio Network and, now. And folks, you can see it right on the front page. Adam's blog, and he does one every couple of days. You should get on there. I read them. You should get on there and read them. They're just fun, and he's got some information you're not going to find anywhere else on the planet. Nowhere else. Nobody has got this kind of research that Mr. Bergstrom has done over the years. I want to ask a a vibrant gal a little personal thing. My dear, um, I'm still unable to make a PDF get onto my my little screen thing that I can read, you know, the Amazon wipe. Could you, could you, yeah, could you, could you send me an email and kind of talk to me like I'm a young child or a golden retriever and explain exactly how to do it for me. Okay, sure. Well, she says yes, she will. Okay, did, does she understand what I kind of? Be on your show if it wasn't for her. Oh, I know, because I I can't figure it out, and I have a screenplay that somebody sent me that I don't want to read on uh, on my computer that I want to put it on. And Amazon, uh, Amazon, uh, Vibrant Gallus. This is I'm on a Amazon. Uh, what does they call it? White or paper white or what? You know which one I mean. Uh, no, is it Kindle you have? Kindle? Yeah, similar. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 uh. She can probably figure it out. I can out. figure it out. Yeah, it's Amazon Well, if you go on Amazon and I can actually find it, it's just, I bought it from them years ago. And it's a nice, cool little thing, but I can't figure out how to get it on there. And, uh. Okay. Okay, thanks a lot. Speaking of that, after, I don't know, four, five, 20 years? 10 years, I think I finally have a, I do have a version, finished this weekend, of the screenplay, The Real World of Money, that is ready to hit the world, ready to go. All right. So I'm excited about that. It's taken a long time, and and uh, so we're going to get it out to some people, and uh We'll see. We're going to get this puppy made. But uh, so that's what I was uh, doing most uh, this weekend, just putting the final touches. Matter of I fact, miss the old Hollywood. Uh, a good friend of ours in uh, Belgium has got me watching movies again. And yeah. I did the math. Uh, I believe I've watched 26,000 movies over the years. 26,000. No kidding. I figured, I figured it out. Even there were years where I only watched a few movies. 
But other ones where I've watched 24 hours a day, stayed awake all the time just watching movies <laughs> on. We had the most advanced cable system, so I had three movie channels, the Playboy channel and other thing, other channels that had movies. I watched them perpetually. And uh, when I used to go to the movies, I went to six movies on Fridays. Friday would be six movie days. And then I'm watching movies on TV. And I'm and that's counting movies that I've seen 10, 12 times. That's crazy. Like North by Northwest, uh, uh, Django Unchained, uh, The Matrix, uh, 13th Floor, Dark City. Those movies I just see over and over again. So what, have you seen anything uh, recently that's worth mentioning? Yeah, I've seen some, some really good movies. Uh, the Insider is kind of a... Oh, curtain. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You read, oh no, no no excuse me it wasn't the it's inside moves the insider though that's an excellent movie yeah. inside moves is about a guy who wants who commits suicide by jumping off a 10-story building and survives <laughs> he hits a pontiac and he says <laughs> i can't do anything right i can't even commit suicide he recovers in the hospital and then he meets a friend in a bar and it has to do with baseball and about friendship and mm. uh community and things like that it's a good movie to see during covid about how important our friends are oh. so i thought that was a really good movie oh good that's great i usually like the movies where there's a guy who's kind of a loser uh david deshevny plays that kind of uh deal david caruso plays that kind of role and they come on on top they do everything wrong and somehow they end up right yeah. jeff bridges in uh in several movies, including Cutter's Way, which was done good. here in, That's a good in one. Santa Barbara, yeah. is a good example. And what's the one he did with? Uh, the he big, did another one like that. Fear in the name. That the Big really Lebowski. Good. The Big Lebowski. That was good too. That wasn't the movie I was thinking of, yeah. but that's one of the classics that I've seen about ten times now. Yeah, yeah. John Goodman was so good in that, and it was just just such a good concept. Jeff Bridges lives here. He's a. Uh, He's one of the. Uh, I like uh, his work. Um, there was a there's a movie there's a movie called The Only Living Boy in New York starring Jeff Bridges. Really, really good. If you can find it, I don't know. So, yeah. how do you watch yours? You just have the internet. Do you you don't you don't have Netflix or Amazon? Do you just find them somehow? You, YouTube. YouTube. And they usually come into my presence. I think they're reading my mind <laughs> because nothing will pop up. Oh, I hadn't planned to watch it, and then I see it, and then they come in spurts. Like, I'll look. If I go looking, I can't find any movies I'm even interested in because most of it is direct. Most of it, yeah. But, yeah. but then suddenly a movie will come up, and, oh, there's another one and another one. So I tend to go in threes or fours, and then I find nothing but duds again, and then then about uh, later I find some. Yeah. These days, I'm still probably watching about three movies a week, averaging three or four. Mm -hmm. I have access to, I'm very blessed here, I have access to Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, and FX, and, and uh, HBO and Showtime. So I'm really picky about what I watch, so I want to really be particular. Because so, I don't want, you know, most of it's 90%. I just want, I, you know, I just don't, you know, it's just stupid, you know. Anyway... You can't believe how many apocalyptic movies are out there. Oh my God! There are there. I'm watching one now that's pretty good called Invasion. It's a you know it's a series, really well done. 
So I finally found one, but it's about, you know, these killing everybody, and it's called The Last Man, I think, or The Last Man on Earth or something. But there's a lot of them out there about what happens when the whole thing, you know, when they kill everybody, right? So, you know, you have to pay attention to that because, you know, and I also, I also learned, and you probably know this, but I just finally got why the Illuminati, the Cabal, these people, you know, they always tell us what they're going to do. I finally got it, and it's called informed consent. They believe that if they put it out there, 9-11, you know, zombies, you know, whatever, uh, nuclear war, whatever, they believe, because they're so deranged, that if they tell you in a movie that they've given you informed consent, and they feel like they're karmically released. This is how this is how these people think. This is they do. Yep, that's one way. And also, they they admit everything in the library. If you go to what is it again? The uh, the Royal Something Something Journal. The uh, basically the CFR and all of that Council uh, for Foreign Relations, right? International, I can't even remember the name. I found a journal. They admit there is no Democratic and Republican Party. It's one party. I've read the journals. You can read it. They sure. admit it. And they just fool people. They're in cahoots, both of them. There is no choice in this country to vote for. We have to find another solution or we're under their control. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's... Um... It's crazy. Um, let's see. I need to do one more thing before we continue, if I may. Adam Bergstrom is here, OneRadioNetwork.com. Uh, I want to tell you that um, the 20% for the, for the hydrogen machine is supposed to be off, but somehow the code is still working. So if you want to get one today, <laughs> just go ahead and keep doing it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but... Uh, uh, Check it out. I mean, I think it's worth it. This is this is great technology. We've been told by uh, uh, Santos Bonacci that the sun is actually hydrogen. Hydrogen, if that's what it is. Hydrogen. Santos says that the sun is just a an actual, it's not really a round rock ball like NASA claims, but it is actually a projection that's a hydrogen projection and it's a living being and uh, that's, you know, and we certainly don't travel around it. We know that. Anyway, hydrogen's a very powerful substance. Amazing. You can get Brown's Gas Hydrogen Machine and get 20% off today. And I think the code will, I don't know, we'll have to take it off, but use promo code 1RADIO20, but we've been getting orders in this morning to 20%, and so obviously the code is still working. Uh, George and I are both kicking in on this, so um, it's our uh, kind of gift to you to kind of, kind of, kind of do it. You know what I mean? Uh, hydrogen Brown's gas machine. You can get it today. The promo code is still working with promo code one radio twenty twenty percent off. It's uh, it's an incredible technology. I've been I do it every morning when I rebound, and I did it all day yesterday when I was working on the screenplay. Um, Probably why I didn't sleep all night, too. never even thought about that. 
because uh, it's a food. It's a it's a food, and it's a great food. Uh, check it out. Uh, there's a little bit from George on it. George Wiseman makes the AquaCure hydrogen machine, and here's just one one of the many benefits getting water to a negative ORP. For example, something called ORP, oxygen reduction potential. And what that is actually doing is measuring in millivolts, and therefore it's measuring essentially the electrons in water. And if it's positively charged, you'll get a positive ORP. And if you just take tap water and measure it with an ORP meter, you'll get approximately 400 ORP. What that means is the water is electron deficient, and you need those electrons for hydration. So you drink that water, it actually sucks energy, electrical energy from your body. How good. To balance out that water to neutral, to zero. Whereas if you drink a water that is negative ORP, so if you bubble the Brown's gas into this water, into, let's say, distilled water, it will go to a negative ORP. And when you drink that, it actually gives your body an an electrical energy, these electrons. Instead of sucking energy from you, it gives it. What if people buy this thing and they don't like it? If they buy the machine and they don't like it, yeah, I have a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Really? One year. You can use it for a year, return it used, get 100% of your purchase price back. Really? George, what a guy. Really? I think nobody who has actually used it for a year has, correctly, has, has returned it. That's demonstrating some real confidence in what you're selling. That's pretty amazing. The AquaCure hydrogen machine, it makes the gas and you can breathe it or put it in water. Use promo code one radio for a ten percent discount. Nah, that's promo not right. code that's one not radio. Right. The AquaCure <laughs> hydrogen machine in our store on oneradionetwork.com. Guy doesn't have he doesn't have any idea what he's talking about. Promo code one radio twenty, and you'll get twenty percent off. Um, now, no, you know what I mean. Previously, with Dr. Rulin Chu about her product called Pearlseum. So, so let's talk about the teeth first. Explain to me what's going on because. There's something magical when you dip your little toothbrush in water. Why do they look so sparkly and just, I don't know, something very energetically about the the look of them? Yeah, it's uh, very, very magical. So like a group of scientists in uh, France discovered that when you put the pearl next to the bones or uh, skins or other connective tissues, and they find it stimulates new growth of the bones and skins and connective tissues and also uh, to make existing bones and the skins uh, more healthy and stronger. So brush your teeth with the pearl, then your teeth will make your existing teeth stronger and also it will fitting up you know, teeth with the porcium and the pearl powder will stimulate the new bone growth and also make the existing teeth very strong. It's really a great product, you'll love it. Take it internally or on your teeth, and you can click an order. See the ad right there, Pearlseum, the nice green container, Pearlseum, on OneRadioNetwork.com. Oh, I love this product. You can get then the capsules and take it internally, or just get uh, the powder and, you know, put it in your mouth. I do that too. But brushing your teeth with it, it's a little bit easier with the powder, but they're back in stock now. And um, sometimes they have a little issue with their website. I've just emailed them and told them about it. I wish they I hope they fix it up but if you have any problems just email me and uh, I'll I'll get it done for you we uh, have been the last two or three weeks started to promote uh, this product called bio superfood and uh, we did years ago 
and it is a great product. I first heard about it actually from David Wolf, and um, and you know they had some issues with the company, and we we didn't do it any longer. But we're back, and boy, it is really good. You can feel this stuff. Now this is a food. There's four different microalgaes, four of them: spirulina, dunalina, dunalana, salina, astaxanthin, and it's mixed up together. But here's what's cool. Uh, you know those Rushkis, the Russians? Uh, years ago, they they hired uh, Dr. Uh, Kiryak to come up with a formula using microalgaes to make the cleanest possible, most potent formula they could. The Russians did this, the Russian government, and they they put a lot of money into it, and he worked on it for years. So this thing just didn't just pop up and say, oh, there's these microalgaes, you should buy it, and blah, blah, blah. goes way back. And um, he worked on it very meticulously to try to figure out synergistically what kind of uh, microalgaes did the most for the body. And he really studied this, and he's a real scientist. So what happened was is... Um, um, Chernobyl happened. You know, the whole, yeah, the nuclear thing. And it ended. The program ended. And um, Dr. Kiriak moved to Canada, but he was able to keep in contact with the people he was working with. And these things are made, this product is made into these bioreactors using... Uh, volcanic water 2,000 feet below the surface. You can imagine the good stuff down there, the minerals and the, all the, the cool nutrients in that water. And uh, it's completely sealed up. So there's no issues with algae in the water with uh, radioactivity or oil or whatever. It's the cleanest product you're going to find microalgae-wise and the most powerful product you're going to find. It's called Bio Superfood, and they have three different, oh, three, F1, F2, F3. Uh, they're a little different. Uh, they tell you on the website which one you might, you know, me, Italian Scorpio, I just go for the one with the most juice, which is the F3. And uh, you can start giving this to your uh, pet as well. I've been starting to put it in Doodles Food as about a week ago, crack it open and put one in there. And it's a food, energy. Uh, you're going to eat less food with this. i tell you what. I mean, I haven't had anything today. And it's noon. And I'm good. You know what I mean? I, haven't, I, I forgot to do my almonds this morning. I'm not going to tell Adam. It's Bio Superfood. And for the first two bottles, if you use promo code 1RADIO, he'll give you 10%. First two bottles, 10%. Bio Superfood. It's on our website, oneradionetwork.com. Click an order and you'll be good to go. Uh, you can really feel this. This is a food. If you want to lose some weight, start pounding these puppies down and uh, you won't eat as much. I guarantee it. I just dropped it. Broadcasting live, weekday morning. This is listener supported One Radio Network. Okay, Adam Bergstrom, uh, uh, the uh, phone lines are open, 888-663-6386, email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. So Dr. Peach, you know, we talked to him, 
you know, how much I respect him. So he kept bringing up coconut oil. So I go out and I buy this extra virgin coconut oil. Does, it, does that mean this, this coconut oil didn't do you know what? Before, <laughs> what's the difference between extra virgin coconut oil and virgin or regular coconut oil? Do we know? Well, it's interesting because that is a complicated question. Ah. See, with olive oil, it's easy. That's easy. Uh, with extra virgin olive oil, you get the fruit oil. If you get virgin olive oil, you get the seed oil, and that has a lot more. Uh, funky omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 is in then it does monounsaturated fat which is what you want now with uh, yeah now with uh, uh, hold on a second get rid of this some of the phone was ringing Uh, and Vibrigal wasn't here to take care of it that's right Uh, uh, with coconut oil though you are getting basically the coconut is a seed so you're getting the seed oil Anyway. From scratch, I, I don't know how they adjust that, uh, except they squeeze extra out of it in a virgin. And it may just be an advertising gimmick, not sure, but probably is okay. Ray Pete prefers the totally refined one at one point that had no, <laughs> that had no uh, things, they're ambitious. Viper Gal is coming back to handle that if it happens again. Um, the uh, anyway, the coconut oil is a good oil. I looked, I did some research on it recently. Yeah, so so out. that's the question. Why do we want to take this? Because I'm gonna, I'm starting to eat it. Because Ray Pete said it's good. Just I don't have any idea. I didn't, I haven't messed with it much. Years ago, I did. But is it a good one to take? It's good to take coconut oil. I I believe it is in, in my research. Now, he recommends not getting the whole stuff at the health food store because it does have some omega-3s in it. But it has so little in it, I really don't think it makes that much difference. Olive oil has a lot more, and he has olive oil. Right. Uh, coconut oil is a good, if you're gonna fry food, it's a good oil to use. Uh, we oil pull with it regularly. Do you? And uh, so I think it's beneficial. And in the research I did, even though I find it's kind of uh, stuffs me up, uh, I find that it, uh, besides stuffing me up, it actually is the most absorbable oil on the planet, according to the research. You mean stuffing you up so, like nose stuffy? No, like uh, like it just feels like I'm full of fat. It's like eating a, a mm. pound of butter or something. Nice. How you feel? I feel bloated when I uh, when I eat it. Uh, maybe in my head, but but what about bad. the body? What what are some things that it does? for us it it helps you fight the omega-3 fatty acids that people have damaged their oh, body good all right and well. by the, yeah and by the way you can't get rid of omega-3 oils that's a fiction everything has it people say well i'm just going to stop eating them and then i'm going to uh uh be over it and that's just not how it works Plants defend themselves with omega-3. It's their chemical warfare against us. They, they, they kill. It's, uh, even Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shore wrote about that, that wheat has the chemicals in that provide estrogen 
so that men will grow breasts and won't have the ability to uh, uh, to procreate. That's their way of getting rid of uh, of uh, getting rid of uh, their predators. We're their predators. Hmm. Plants and animals are opposed to each other on many levels. On other levels, they're fine with us. You know, fungi are necessary for, we wouldn't be alive without fungi. Uh, Rupert Sheldrake's son has written an excellent book about how we're codependent with fungi on this planet. We wouldn't be alive without fungi. Hmm. What's his name, Rupert? We should get him on the air. You know, uh, his name escapes me now, but I can look it up and send it to you. That'd be great. His new book is out. Uh, I think I found out on Rupert Sheldrake's Facebook page, if I uh, remember correctly. And I looked at some of the, some of the book is available on the internet. And the first 10 pages were fascinating enough about fungi. So, hmm. uh, so coconut it's, oil also, it's, it's kind of, um, is it antifungal? Like uh, overgrowth of candida, right? That's one thing, it is. right? So is sugar. That's the strange thing. They tell you that sugar creates it's it. It's not, huh? They, the book like Crook came out and was all that. Uh, I had a friend that kept on eliminating foods from her body to get rid of candida. And guess how she finally got it? She got rid of it with a haagen fast. Really? She did nothing but haagen for three days it? and the candida be gone. Yeah. Because otherwise, candida just wants to eat some sugar. It doesn't want to eat your body. But... A starving person, like in the Donner Party here in California, they ate human beings. They're going to eat something to survive and kill something. So Candida puts out tentacles like an octopus or like one of these sci-fi movies. Goes in and starts eating your body, your heart, organs, whatever it can get to, because it needs to find sugar somehow. Liver's a good place, right? Lots of glycogen in there, which is close to glucose. But if you give it sugar... It eats sugar, and it's not going to bug you anybody. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, but go doesn't it, it. If you're feeding it sugar, doesn't it make babies and have more candida? Yeah, but it doesn't bother you. It's a fine little colony. You know, we uh, the microbiome is our friend if we treat it correctly. But there's always gang rival battles going on. Yeah, everybody's everybody's eating somebody, right? Like, you know. The human being is, uh, has battles in it in the same way we see it. If you look at history, Hitler and Stalin are not new. It was Ivan the Terrible. There was a Count Dracula. There were all of these real people in histories and Genghis Khan and people who massacred as many people as they could possibly do. Charles the Hammer, go back in history right into B.C. and humans were murdering each other. And cannibalism was rampant in Europe. It's not just something that the primitives in New Zealand did or the Maoris or someone. Believe me, there was a lot of people eating people in Europe back in the day. Hmm. That's great. Does Adam recall... Oh, oh, this is from KMF. Does, Ra does Adam really eat processed sugar for health? I definitely do. And processed salt. Remember this? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. Well, I don't do that. I do the pickling and canning, but... That's good, too. That's Anything good too. that just plain salt, salt. without any of this 
called minerals, which are just random. It's like eating dirt. And you don't know if you're going to get aluminum or you're going to get calcium, you know. This way you get salt. And why I eat refined sugar is because all sugar, commercial sugar, has glyphosate now. Instead of burning the sugarcane field, they put glyphosate on it. Well, when you have the totally refined sugar, it's just sugar, the chemical formula. The glyphosate is not going to be on it or it's going to be minimized, no matter how much glyphosate they put on it. You get any other type of sugar, raw sugar, brown sugar, whatever they got, they're selling to you. Guess what? It's going to have glyphosate it's got glyphos in it, in it. Now, no matter what. You do. But then I guess this email is saying, well, why would you eat sugar? Why? What does it do for you? It saves you from cortisol, histamine, a whole bunch of chemicals. Many people, if they just had a spoonful of sugar before they went to bed, they would avoid those nighttime heart attacks where people have a heart attack at four in the morning. Really? I've worked on people. I just called to the next door neighbor to do reflexology on them in the middle of a heart attack. And uh, the sugar stops it. Ray Pete has gone into that in detail. Why does the sugar the way, stop it? Why does the sugar stop it? Does it actually affect, must affect the blood, the thinning of the blood or? Just about everything in the body, wow. including the liver. The liver needs sugar but the liver doesn't need glucose. All complex chart is not built with any fructose at all. It's built with glucose combined to glucose. And when you break it down, it's glucose and glucose. But when you have sucrose, common table sugar, it's in many foods, that breaks down into glucose and fructose. That's why diabetics can live on tupelo honey which is almost all fructose. There's no glucose in it. But if you have table sugar, you get glucose and fructose. And fructose is necessary for the liver and to make those little spermies swimming around. Ah, that's their spermies. So maybe maybe so that's why maybe that's why the whole thing started with sugar is bad just to control the population years ago. <laughs> Could be, right? Oh, they do know that. Fructose particularly, they want, they say fructose is the bad, that's the villain, because they know it stops sperm from developing. Many many men who have low count in sperm, it's the fructose. And they go and they tell them you got to do this and you got to do that. And all it is is put fructose and make your lady pregnant. But wait a minute, fructose is what's in an apple, right? Or pineapple. It, yeah, if fruit sugar is what it means. Now, when you buy... High fructose corn syrup. Yeah, well, that's different. that ain't fructose. <laughs> that's a different thing. We don't know what that is, but it's not what we want. Yeah, seriously, even Ray Pete is guessing at what's really in it. He says that there's information that it's thirty-seven percent complex carbohydrates and not sugar at all. Yeah, you have no idea what's in that stuff. I mean, it's jeez. We'd just be guessing. <laughs> That's how they want us. They want us to be guessing. Oh, yeah. I had another one here for you. Uh, what fun. Um, oh, here's an email from Carol, our friend Carol, for Hank or Herb, Hank, the Philly fellow. Adano advised staying away from the food combination of meat and cheese too many Philly cheesesteaks be causing the bruising, bleeding. Oh, 
could, I see, meat and cheese be causing the bruising, bleeding elbow, she's asking. Hmm. There's some truth to that. A good friend of mine named Davy Crockett, yeah. who, by the way, is an ancestor of Davy Crockett. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, uh, he went and stayed on a farm. And they served hamburgers and cheeseburgers. And he said, I don't want any cheese on mine. And the farmer asked why. He said, would you take the milk from a cow that had a bleeding udder and eat it? He said, no, certainly I wouldn't. Well, that's why I won't have a cheeseburger. And the farmer said, Sarah, or whatever his wife's name was, hold the cheese. <laughs> and he didn't eat a cheeseburger. The bleeding udder, by the way, that milk is used, and it's sold to Hershey, Hershey chocolate company. Chocolate company. That's what they put in. But but uh, Dr. Peters is big, a real. He's real big on milk, though, right? He's always promoting milk. Well, milk is fine okay. as long as as long as you don't. It's what you combine it with. Ah. The old Jewish, uh, uh, Jewish dietary laws of not combining cheese with meat or dairy with meat. That was not based on religion. That was based on health. That's why you'll never see me doing what Ray Pete says and drinking orange juice and a dairy product together or anything with it. Because the orange, unlike other fruits, will instantly turn alkaline. Now think about it. You're eating other food with an orange. It turned alkaline. What digests our food that is necessary to to start the digestive process is acid. So the stomach acid is now neutralized. I'm going to sit eventually, but I'm sabotaging my digestion. So I'm not going along with that part of Pete. I have cherry picked from him. I respect his genius. I respect his information. But there are certain things I'm just not following along with. Yeah. But, you know, I, um, I put butter on my meat steak you know that's no problem that's oh, no problem yeah, boy I, I do good i taste so good shoo man that's an exception to the rule it? it has you are extracting something from the dairy it is the lactic acid that is mostly the problem huh. put whole cream on meat you won't have a problem put low-fat milk on it's the worst so that's one thing I do not go along with Ray Pete. That yeah, he, he always recommends low-fat milk, and I don't know. I just get the whole milk when I buy organic milk, you know, grass-fed milk. I ate, I drank two quarts of half and half for years and couldn't put on a pound. No kidding. Two quarts and, so, yeah. Yeah, so the whole low-fat thing, it actually... For a short period of time, I was a dairy delivery guy. And we would be taught... You You've had so many cream. jobs, man. I can't believe it. It's like, it's like you were in... Like, <laughs> Unbelievable. I collected... You know, the, the people now who have had to... Uh, oh, I've been working for this company. I'm going to lose all my pensions. Right. I got wise to that when I got out of high school. I decided I'm going to play their game for 10... I'm going to collect jobs like people collect postage stamps or <laughs> coins. I'm going to collect them. I'm going to be a good employee, but I'm going to leave. I have no intention of staying around and getting that gold watch and have a $500 in my bank account when I retire. I got no it. No way. So you were, a dairy, you were a dairy delivery guy and you drank a lot of milk then? 
Yep, I only did it for about a month because I noticed people drinking dairy in the morning, and this is a, a, with solar. In the morning, this is what you would hear. <coughs> all the mucus and blowing the noses of all the guys showed up 2.30 in the morning. We had to show up to deliver the milk. They're all drinking it because if you didn't sell it on your route, you had to drink it. So they're drinking all this milk at the wrong time of day. I drink my milk from 11.30 in the morning till 7 o'clock at the latest. Any kind of dairy product. Except butter, cream, those are neutral. They have no time constraints on them, whatever. Wow. So no problem. But the other ones, believe me, if you, if you take dairy, you're going to get a lot of excess mucus. Mucus is good, but excess mucus is a problem. So you want to do any kind of milk... Um like 11 to 7, if you want to drink it before bed, just drink cream, yeah, pure cream. Yeah. Right. When I used to drink milk in the morning and I would do yoga, you know, pranayama like this, yeah. instead of bread, boogers would come out of my nose. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> this, this, is from, this is from Andrea in Moderna, Madeira, California. She's out by you. A few years ago, I... Adam recommended a special toothbrush with a different bristle. Uh, may have been straw-like. Can you remember the name? Uh, the blotting brush. The blotting brush, yeah. In Dead Dentists Don't Lie. Yeah, the blotting yeah, brush. brush. You don't brush, you blot. You know how a woman blots her lipstick? That's how you blot with that brush on your teeth. Just like lipstick. And... Uh, it's the best way to work on your teeth. I didn't do it for a long time, so you lost. You them. won't find very. You <laughs> see that my teeth are just about gone. I can tell you what to do wrong about teeth uh, until I uh, discovered uh, the blotting brush. And also, beware. The thing they got me is don't put a gold filling in with a lead filling. That's you where create you, a battery. Yeah, you created that battery thing, yeah. Doctor Nunley talks That's about that. My, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it all the way, or don't do it at all. Isn't it amazing that 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 battery effect could have messed up your teeth? How long ago was that? A long time ago. Uh, my teeth. I would give workshops in the '90s because my teeth. I had a perfect bite, and I had all those teeth until I got a gold filling and followed someone's advice. Wow. And got a gold filling, and after that, it all went to heck very quickly. I mean, I, I would give seminars on the blotting brush. And, and uh, uh, the, uh, the inventor of the blotting brush, he actually could tell if you had a bite by clicking your teeth over the telephone. And he said, I had a perfect bite. Other people didn't. In fact, when I went to a <laughs> kinesiology workshop in Houston, I was the only person, you know, you know where they take the finger cotton, they reach in your mouth and they adjust your jaw? Right. I was the only person in a workshop of 30 or 40 people that didn't have to do that. He said it was ever working on your jaws, doing good work. So I had worked by Adano, and my teeth were perfect. What does the blotting brush do? Basically, it it cleans. You know the the thing called the sulcus is between the teeth. The what? That's the place where the dentist goes. Yeah, the, it's the gap that they that gets deeper, so many millimeters. So the dentist goes and puts his little probe down there and says. Ah, your sulcus is four millimeters deep. Right. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Uh, lose your teeth. That's the one that it, that you want to clean out. 
when you brush, you sweep it under the carpet, like having a carpet. And when you brush, you're shoving it under there. So it makes it worse. In fact, in fact, if you don't brush your teeth at all, you're going to keep your teeth longer than if you brush it. Primitive people, do they brush their teeth? They keep it. Do the Eskimos have toothbrushes? That's why they had the best <laughs> teeth in the world or the Maori? It, they say, well, they chew on sticks. They don't. A friend of mine went to Africa and he was amazed. There was no tooth decay there. <laughs> he couldn't find a single cavity. And so he thought it was by chewing the sticks. And that became popular. It's not the truth. It's simply that they didn't brush their teeth at all. You know, I don't know what it is about the Pearl Sam, but I've been using it for a couple of years. And Dr. Nunley says, your teeth look great and your gums look better than they've ever looked. You know, the, the gaps and all that. So I don't know what the magic of this Pearl Sam, but it's Pearl, right? So who knows what it's doing, right? I mean, it's just real Pearl. It's real Pearl. Calcium retards the breakdown of your teeth. There's no doubt about it. It's been proven. In fact, we have in solar nutrition a certain thing that you do to actually can rebuild some of the enamel on your teeth. And that's by combining cheddar cheese, Swiss yep. cheese, yeah. or uh, Garlic Monterey too. Jack. Do you, you Those put- three cheeses have been approved by NASA as being uh, they can actually grow enamel on your teeth and so you combine it with a clove of garlic and a slice of onion red onion preferably at uh, 6 15 weirdly enough at 6 15 in the evening <laughs> at kidney time has a lot to do with electroplating your teeth and your bones and you eat it at that time people who have teeth problems will tend to have dental pain at 6 30 in the afternoon during kidney time. Isn't that weird? Just like the Oriental said years ago. So what are the three cheeses again? It's either either. Oh, you, you don't need cheese. all the, you, you could just do like one, like it's soft one. cheddar, right? I prefer, I get raw cheddar cheese, so okay. it's the easiest one to do. You combine it with a clove of garlic hmm. and a slice of red onion. You hold it in your mouth. You don't rinse your mouth out hold it for, in. say, an hour even is best. 45 minutes for sure. You don't have to hold it in your mouth, but you you do for maybe chew and chew and chew it up really well to a cream. Then you could even spit it out because if if you don't like dairy, you can spit it out. But I swallow it. And then uh, and then maybe an hour later, I either eat my dinner or sometimes you take some aloe and rub it on your teeth about a half hour after Hmm. or maybe even eat a little parsley. And I even don't remember at this point it's down the memory hole why you do that but parsley is good for the teeth after you do that particular Has, uh, you think this is helping your teeth to come back to life after your issue not only does that a friend of mine got rid of his cavity no because kidding. he asked am i going to be fighting over my cavity but he went to the dentist and your cavity disappeared so. wow so I can do that too, apparently, but I have no validation of that except my friend Chris Cardenosa, who uh-huh. happened to him. Hi, guys. I just was curious what Adam thought about uh, ketogenic diets or all meat diets. Thumbs down. Okay, tell us why. Keto is the worst thing you can do for your health. Ray Pete will agree with me. Meat is good for you. But if you don't have sugar with it, then you're just asking for trouble. 
and aging. Look at, show me any meat-eating society where they live past their 40s and 50s, where they eat nothing but meat, like the Maasai or any of those type of tribes. They just don't last long. Now, your vegans don't last long either because they don't know how to combine things. But people who eat low on the food chain but eat some meat, almost like a condiment, they go into their hundreds. More super centenarians live with that diet than anyone else. Now, here's the funny thing. Keto can make you healthier and fitter. You want to work out at the gym. It can sometimes work wonders. But you're cashing in some of your years for that factor. Many athletes have been interviewed. Would you give, to win a gold medal, would you give 20 or 30 years off your life? Yes. So, if time isn't important to you and you don't want to stick around to 100, <laughs> keto's great because you can achieve uh, wonders at the gym. But without that sugar, which is protein sparing, you're in trouble, particularly with, with non-organ meats. Muscle meat is the worst. Ray Pete isn't for eating muscle meats except if you're working out hard at the gym or you're, or you're young. A, a child needs muscle meat. But once you're older, you need glycine and you need the, uh, the collagen buildup and things like that. And that's going to be in the medium branch uh, fatty acids, and glycine, proline, all of those particular amino acids. That's not found in muscle meat. Too much phosphates. A perfect way to age yourself is muscle meat with grains. Perfect way. A hamburger is a perfect way if you so, eat it all the So time. the other meats would be more like uh, Jennifer Daniels talks about chicken feed or pig's feed or, you know, that kind of stuff. You got it. Oxtail soup, all that stuff. All that stuff. Pig's feet. Yeah. You bet. Yeah. If you're going to eat meat, I, don't, I can. We make our own collagen and we can make it out of sugar. But if you're going to eat meat, that's the kind of meat you want to be eating. Exactly what Jennifer Daniels said. Anyone eating meat, follow her advice. Yeah. I bought a, uh, a grass-fed T-bone from a farmer's market. And um, she said, have you ever aged your meat? And I said, no, I've never done that. And she said, well, just you know, put it on a plate and put some salt right on both sides and put it in the fridge. And... She said, you can do that for a couple days or three days if you want. Adam, I did that, and I I only ate about a piece about this big. And it was probably the best tasting meat. I don't know if it was any good for me, you know, but it was probably the best tasting meat that I've ever, ever had. And it was just aged about three days. Have you ever done it's just If you do it that way, wow. it's beneficial. It breaks down the cell walls. Oh, is that, is that what it's doing? Yeah. It's breaking down the cell walls? Oh. Just like with chlorella, when they break down the cell walls, yeah. so you get it. Yeah. Cooking breaks down the cell walls, but that's one way to do it. As meat ages, the cell starts to break down, and all those minerals are released. Oh. So actually, that's what the agents did, and they knew they could get more minerals that way than they could by taking mineral supplements. They knew how to do it. Oh, interesting. They did. And vitamin C is in the meat too. They don't tell you that. Because if I take vitamin C and I didn't have it in my body, why would I be taking it? Well, when an animal eats all that, they always say, look at the animals. They eat all that vitamin C. Well, where did it go? It just disappeared suddenly in their body that you can't get it? You look at Wikipedia, meat, zero vitamin C. 
What a bunch of malarkey. Mm. So I guess, so Jennifer Daniels, she's on track with eating the liver every now and then probably, huh? I find some problems with liver because, now Ray Pete says that's the clinging organ. But what if the person just ate something and it got in there? And I found when I did research, and anyone can see this for themselves, that though cows have a resistance to yellow fat disease, they can eat that uh, grass, which is full of omega-3s, and they take care of it. But guess what? It goes to the liver because they do have lipofuscin buildup in the liver. So that's the one thing I would be cautious about eating too much for a grass-eating cow. I would prefer a grain-eating cow if I ate liver. And that's what the research showed when I went out there and looked it up, that they do get lipofuscin in the liver. But they're resistant to it every place else. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I disagree with Ray Pete. Now, now I'd like to ask him about that because I might be missing something. I missed something about the carrot salad before that I hadn't thought of that, that someone actually on Facebook said, you know, he says this. And it made sense to me why the carrot salad does work, like he says. Hmm. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone, always... Great stuff. What do you think about, uh, somebody wants to know what Adam thinks about <clears throat> oat milk. Oat milk. Oat milk? Oat milk. That's a big thing right now. It's a, it's an up and coming. Oatmeal, oatmeal. No, no, not oatmeal. Oat yeah. milk. Oat milk. You can actually buy organic oat milk at the store. Uh, it depends on how it's made. I'll have to research that because okay. that's a new one on me. Yeah, let us know. They actually sell oh, it. Good food, yeah, actually sell it the HEB. Yeah, the Scots did really well on oats. Now, oat bran is a different story. So many, when I started talking about how oat bran was good because it was water soluble, Donald Lay said to me, be my guest. And that was the warning that you're in trouble. And I said, Donald, it's water soluble. He said, be my guest. So within six months, I found the first surgery from people eating oat bran. And within a year, they had so many people having small intestinal surgeries that they put a warning in the newspaper saying, if you eat oatmeal, have only no more than half a cup and make sure you have two glasses of water and blah, 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 because they had an outbreak of surgeries. So oat bran is not good. But oatmeal, with just the amount of correct bran to be matched with the sugars and the protein and everything else, is a food that made the Scots very healthy. Oh, yeah. Compared to in London, they didn't eat oats. And someone wrote, they said, we'll compare our muscles and our horses to yours in London any day of the week. Hmm. Yeah, oats is a good. It, uh, oats, oats, yeah, like right? steel cut oats would be good. Like steel cut oats. Midday, of course, in solar nutrition with Mid- dairy on. Perfect. Sure. Have your cereal. Some, That's the time for your bowl of cereal. Yeah, some butter on it. Some steel cut oats. Strong like bull. I mean, where did the same feeling their oats come from? Right. I mean, that's where it comes from. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Good, good for the heart. It's a heart. Yeah. Um, well, I had something else here. 
I wrote myself a note I was going to ask you about, and uh, I just can't find it. Oh, well. Um, okay, here's another one. Oh. Dallas has a cracked tooth. Wants to know. I bet you that cheese would be good for that. The cheese combination you just went through, right? Exactly. That's the one. And also, you could take some bamboo at night. Uh, that can help teeth too. Bamboo. Uh, it's uh, you can buy it in a can or fresh, and you cook it and follow instructions, and that can be good for bones and teeth too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's the best one I could think of at kidney time at six fifteen. When I used to have uh, abscesses, I would have them at that six thirty exactly. I could tell the clock by by having that abscess. Let me grab something here. Oh, here's for, another one. Go ahead. Your body. Go ahead. Here's how you calcify your body, and I mean in a good way, including your pineal gland, which you want to calcify it. You don't want to decalcify it. Fluorine actually decalcifies it. But to build your bone, you will notice there's something called Akabani points. They're on the tips of all your fingers. They're on the tips of all your toes. Except kidney one is not on the end of your finger or at the end of your toe. It is in the bottom of your feet. Why? Because you're supposed to stomp on kidney one and you'll build bones. If you if you have weight on you, a backpack for 50 pounds, you're not going to build better bones. The best way is to stomp. Astronauts could keep their calcium if they slap themselves in the face. That's how you keep calcium in. Calcium works by sound impact. Sound. That's why impact, jumping up and down on the ground and making that noise, it's actually a sonic function of calcium to go into the body. In fact, for a healthy liver, eat crunchy food. Remember the noisiest potato chip in the world? Potato chips are at night, they're sold at bars, and it's a liver food that protects you. The noise protects you from the alcohol that you drink. Alcohol becomes toxic at one in the morning during liver time. When's the last call for alcohol? One o'clock in, in the morning. One o'clock in the morning. Last call for alcohol. Not anymore. We're now in 24 hours, but it used to be. Because they knew the difference of what happens. You find people getting violent. I had a friend that was a bouncer at a nightclub in uh, Appaloosas, Louisiana. And one time he had to break up 75 Fights in the parking lot after the bar closed. Seventy-five fights wow. were going on. Appaloosa's is a wild town. Also for Dallas, uh, Andrew uh, Adam mentioned bamboo. There's a wonderful product that I use that I love. It's called Grotein. It's from Shen Blossom. Grotein. It's a kind of a protein. It's uh, it says here plant-based whole food protein. And if you go on Shen Blossom through our website, read some of the ingredients. Amazing. Just really good things. The first ingredient is bamboo pith. Well, I wonder what bamboo... What would bamboo pith be? What would pith be a bamboo? I don't know. You know, bamboo is a very powerful food. Think about it. It sits in the ground for six years, and on the seventh... It's the seventh year grows a 
foot a day. No boom, kidding. Boom, boom, boom. It's like kudzu. <laughs> yeah. Be- yeah, it's amazing, amazing plant. And it's flexible. And oh. does it not look like joints of bone? Oh. Really good for your bone. Isn't that what the koala bears eat too, bamboo? That's right. Koala bears eat bamboo. I love it. You find have to eat a lot of it because one thing is when you eat raw vegetable products, you got to eat and eat and eat and eat. Just like a cow doesn't eat cooked foods, they have to graze all. They the graze time. all the time, Cooking, right? Cooking us up so that we could make war, make love, and make uh, make uh, robots. And not make, <laughs> and not make war. So uh, ba- uh, Dallas, you might have been better off. Y'all should could go on a Shem Blossom. Try the Grotein product. They have two of them, and bamboo is the first ingredient on both of them. It's a I like it. I like to actually make, mix it with oat milk. And, uh, and now that I'm going to do it in the middle of the day, right? That would be good, right? In the middle of the day? Actually, bamboo, strangely enough, is a nighttime product. Oh, it's a nighttime product. And, and, and I can't explain why. Adana was insistent about it. Now, at one time I asked Adana, why would you eat a cactus during the, the night? The night, right? Going above the ground. Huh. He never would answer, but I found the research myself. Cactus photosynthesizes during the night because it's subject to heat, so it would burn up. Bromeliads do the same thing. The pineapple grows on the ground, above the ground, but it, because of the humidity and the heat, it photosynthesizes at night. So he was completely correct. He just didn't explain the process to me. It's because there's a four carbon photosynthesis that happens with, uh, with uh, those nighttime foods, they can't, they still uh, follow the sun, but they don't want to be burned up by the sun either. So they start their photosynthesis process at night. They open up a certain much, then they, a certain amount, then they close up and they finish it off at night. Mm-hmm. So that's why cactus will taste sour at night and bitter in the morning. It goes through a, a complicated chemical process overnight. Here's a lady, um, some machine, oh, it's a machine, detected cancer cell on her left boob and nipple, not to really worry, but my question is, could taking some elk antler drops plus progesterone in the last two weeks brought this on? Probably not in two weeks. Okay, first, let me, let me just say, okay, I've, I've seen a lot of these machines that people get on, right? And they tell you all kinds of stuff. And I'd be real careful about believing any of it, all right? Left boob is probably your husband or boyfriend. But Adam, up next to you. <laughs> right. And by the way, there's, there's a saying that people should really be careful of. Correlation does not prove causation. So just because something happens, we tend to blame whatever we've just taken. Right. I've, I've done it many times myself. Must have been that because it's I didn't eat anything else. But if you really think, you'll see you did other things differently. Even thoughts, stinking thinking, stinking is thinking. one of the major causes of those things. Right. Yeah, I mean progesterone too, uh, and. Uh, well, anyway, I mean, there's just no way, in my opinion, I don't do medical advice, and I'm not allowed to, I'm not qualified to, but um, 
in the left breast, it's the husband or the boy. It's got to be, right? That's I've what, seen it. That's you know, what I would say. Well, I've uh, seen it a lot too. I've seen it all the time. All the time. Start there. One time a good friend of mine who listens to the show introduced me to a woman who had cancer on the left side of her cheek. And she told me she, she, after she had an affair with someone, she couldn't face her husband. Oh. Think of that. Couldn't, couldn't face, face her, husband. her husband. Yeah. There it was. Someone else told me that uh, they had an affair with a woman and their shoulder wouldn't work on the right side. And guess what? He kept saying, I kept looking over my shoulder thinking my wife would find out. <laughs> <laughs> he had a big realization. He says, I. I'm on my second, I'm facing my second shoulder surgery, and now I get it. Because I heard him say it twice. I have to look over my shoulder all the time because my wife might find out. I have a good friend who was taking care of her father who had a stroke, and it was really stressful, right? And she was having a hard time dealing with it, Just, just doing her whole life. And he wasn't being very helpful with taking care of himself and kind of depending on her to get her coffee, you know, it was one of those. And she popped, uh, you know, in her left breast, you know, a lump. And she figured it out real quick, you know, that it was her relationship with dad. And she cleared that up, said, Dad, you're going to have to start taking care of yourself. I'll help you. And, you know, she just worked through it spiritually. Boom. Gone away. Gone away. On many previous shows, I won't repeat myself, but I've told many of these miraculous stories about people who had miraculous healings as soon as they realized yep. where it was coming from. Yep. And, it, and it's not that it's in your head. No. Your head makes the physical stuff happen. Of course. This is <laughs> psychosomatic and psychological. Psychological, you think you have it. The mind can make these diseases, but that means it can unmake these diseases too once you get over the trauma. Yeah. And as you know, sir, my good friend Adam Bergstrom, that the mind, body, in this physical reality is one. There's just nothing that goes on in the mind that is not in the body at that moment. And to your point, it's so well said that you, that when you let it go of the mind and you really clear it out, right, you're gone. Poof, you're, it's done. It can leave your body like that. Because this body's not solid, right? Just isn't. The two things we need are willpower and imagination. Yes. Because, see, when you have a million people, so-called follow the science, telling you that this is what causes something, and you, you're again, you're one, your opinion. You have to be so centered in yourself that no. Well, you guys are wrong. You guys are wrong. I know my body better than you do. You'll never, you're not in my body. You don't know what it's doing. You really go in your body, then you can undo anything you've done. Undo anything. It may take a little time because there is, there is little time here in physical reality, you know, I guess. I don't believe there is, but I guess there is something going on. I don't know. But, you know, it, uh, yeah. We can get to a point of instant realization. In one of those walkabout books, some woman wrote about it, mm-hmm. and she asked the chief. The chief told her, or whatever you call it in Australia, he said that you can get a disease instantly and you can cure it instantly. I believe well, that. Well, she wrote, I used in the book, that 
oh, that means when you think about it, instantly it starts the process, and when you instantly think about it, it undoes the, undoes the process. He didn't say that. He said instantly. And I have seen diseases go away yeah. instantly before. It's really rare because usually in a Western context, we're stuck with Cal Naranjan. Cal Naranjan. And you know, what? I, I think that's one of the issues with all these blood tests. I mean, you know, I think Ray Pete is right. If you want to really hone in on a thyroid, if you got a little TSH, there may be some good information there, maybe. But you go do a blood test, and your state of consciousness, I, I know, affects what's showing up in all these numbers. It's got to, right? I mean, how could it not be? How can it not be? And it can change a minute later. It I learned that from change, Chen. Right? It Chen. could change. You know. And people go, to the, one people go to the doctor and they get kind of nervous or frightened and they wonder why their blood pressure is up when they go to the doctor, you know, or whatever, you know. A friend of mine was in the hospital and they did a test and said, oh my God, you have too much calcium. We have to treat you immediately. Somehow she got set aside and they forgot. Then they said, oh, my God, we got to do the blood test again. You have too little potassium. <laughs> yeah. We have to treat you. How in one hour could she have too much and now suddenly too little? I mean, obviously, there's things wrong with these tests. By any chance, Adam, have you seen the video that we've run several times with Dr. Cowan and his whole work he's now building into what the cells are really made of? And it's this fourth phase of water. Did, have you seen that video? I haven't, but I'm very familiar with it. I'm going to send it to you because it. you're going to love this because you've been saying it for years. There's no sodium pump. There's no this. There's no ribosomes. There's none of this stuff. They've just made it all up. There's no blood-brain barrier. You, you're gonna, I'll send the video to you if I... If I um, yeah, you're going to love it. I, I know he's on it. I know he's on to something here, right? All this stuff is made up. They show you these pictures, just like they show you the picture of this COVID thing, right? It's just a drawing. It's a computer module. It's just a computer-generated thing of this COVID virus that's never been proven to exist. Never. They just make it up. The sodium or mythology. It's just it's mythology. And, but you said this years ago. You told me that, right? The sodium pump. Before, before I ever heard of Ray P, I found Gilbert Ling in the medical library, yep. and I said, "What? What? What is he talking about?" <laughs> like it amazed me, because I believed in sodium pumps uh, as little as twenty years ago. When I read that, I it questioned the whole thing, yeah. and now it's out there. I, uh, uh, Gilbert Ling, Ray Pete, uh, Duro Pollock. Hillman. They are. Yeah. It would take, to have such a pump, an imaginary pump to work, it would take more energy, about 10 times more energy than you have in your body to run the freaking pump. And so, how, of course, yeah. it's not. And how often have we heard, oh, it'll cross the blood brain barrier? There's no blood brain barrier. That's all made up, too. There's no barrier. But you know, Cowan is so logical when you think about it. You know, where would the barrier be? There's blood in the brain. I mean, um, okay, show me a barrier. There's no barrier. Now, there's a way for nature to do that. I guess. It doesn't need a pump. Like, if you pour water in a glass, does it float up in the air? 
is there a pump there? And 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 Ray Thede has actually put mercury in the cell to challenge his uh, chemistry professor. He says, "How come it? How come it works just like a pump with mercury in it?" Right. <laughs> and they, of course, the professor walked away because, oh my God, right. that messed up his paradigm. Right. How the body works. Yeah, there's no, there's no pumps. And yet, as soon as I hear somebody now say, "Yes, you take this supplement because it does this to your sodium pump." Beep, 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 beep. beep. There goes <laughs> the warning. <laughs> listen to that guy. He doesn't know jive. <laughs> if I can find the link, I'll send you the link. If I can't find the link, I'll send you the whole video which I have on my computer through a you send it wow. thing and watch it. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, because he's really arguing now that the cells are, you know, according to Ling and Hillman and all these people, it's nothing like we've been told, that it's just gel. This is this gooey, gooey stuff. And that when we uh, have stinking thinking and we have um, even some EMFs or some poisons can get in this gel, right, and can actually toxify this gel, which is why Hippocrates said, if I can create a fever... I can cure anything, and the heat dissolves the gel. It's brilliant. I mean, it's like why—it's why saunas work. It's why saunas work, right? Why people have been doing saunas forever. Here's another thing they lie about. Yeah, we're ninety-nine percent water. Forget the sixty and eighty. We're ninety-nine percent water. Now here I am. And think about and think about that too with this Vita Austin, right? If she's proven that you can, she could actually just think about something and it shows up in this water and she's actually placed water by her bed and I'm going to do this and what she dreams, she can actually see a picture of it in this water that she freezes. Whoa. So if we're 99% water, doesn't it make more sense now that what we think and what we believe and what we imagine is in our body. It just is. Because this water is like, who knows? We, I, oh my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> you even break it, can break it down smaller. The, uh, the carbon dioxide is the programming in our brain that's in water. The carbon dioxide. So now say that again. The carbon dioxide. In See, water breaks down into H2O. Right. So it's the hydrogen and the oxygen that do the, uh, the, the, the editing. The carbon dioxide is what makes the printing. We're carbon-based beans. Uh, okay. So when you, put, when you drink uh, rainwater, you're not drinking 7 pH. You're drinking slightly acidic water. Yeah. That's what rainwater is. And you're getting programmed. The program isn't in the water itself. It's deeper. It's in the carbon dioxide that is trapped in the water molecule. Just like you use silicone in the computer, they know that a carbon computer works better. And eventually they will make carbon computers. We are not a silicone computer. We are a carbon-based computer. We don't need silicone to do all of that things. Silicone is a primitive two-dimensional model of a three-dimensional model. The carbon atom connects in four places. Silicone cannot do that. Carbon is the only element that can do that, and it's the secret of structured water. I've read that that the new, what they're doing now, is water in chips rather than silicon. That's where they're going. They're going to the carbon-based computers, just like you said. 
Isn't that cool? The first, the first big computers were run on blood serum. On what? This is not fake. It's the National Geographic blood serum. Wow. The serum out of blood. Wow. The plasma out of blood. And the scientists, comically maybe, maybe not. What did they call that computer in Washington D.C. at the CIA? The Beast Six Six Six. Oh, actually, what they oh no! Read about the National Geographic, and this is not a conspiracy book or an illusion. Isn't that great? Six Six Six. National Geographic. Yeah. You also I know. Mean, yeah. You also know things. that they say they right, Doug and Mel say that the sun is that we're moving around the sun at you know what speed. 666,666 miles an hour. Now, you can't make that one up either. (laughs) That's what they say. 666, 666. You know, some of these lost history uh, videos we've seen, some of these people claim that long ago that we we were um, silicon-based. But we've moved into more of a carbon-based, which is why we age. Is that true? Well, there is research. Oh, some people age. You and I aren't aging. We're not doing that. But some people. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. The original research showed that uh, life began with mica, Mica. type of silicone, because it formed a, a, a flat plane. So silica started life. Why? Because of its sheet-like appearance. Think of uh, two cars having the possibility of hitting each other in two dimensions. More chances than planes flying and a, and a parachute jumper landing on one of those planes flying in the three-dimensional planes. Gotcha. Well, scientists realized that was unlikely. Evolution could not have occurred in that much time. So they figure it's like we came up with the car in the United States. That's equivalent to silicon. And who built it better? The, the Japanese. They did much better at putting the technology in the car, uh-huh. and now it's akin to the carbon base. Life started on mud. It did not start in the sea like they tell you. Ravisi proved that, and there's been adequate proof of it, that it started in wet mud, went to the sea as vegetable matter, sodium gave it the flexibility, and then came back on land again. We did not start in the ocean. You cannot start life in the ocean. It'll never happen. It has to have humidity, but dryness. And that means silicone, like in the plant world, and then in the animal world, you have to add the sodium to it, and that combines with the carbon. That's well-researched. I've gone into it over and over wow. in my uh, art of I, the periodic I know you have. Remember that old song that we used to play on the radio a long time ago? He took a hundred pounds of clay. And remember that song? One of my favorites, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I used to sing it all the time. I'll be. I wonder where that came from. Great. Well. There it is. There it is. And as Walter used to say, it's November 1st, and that's the way it is. (laughs) Adam, I love you so much. Thank you. You're just uh, so much fun to talk to. I had a great time. God love you. May the blessings be. 
And um, thanks to Vibrant Gal for everything that she does, because without you, without her, you wouldn't be here. You would be, I don't know, probably out working somewhere else, doing something strange. SolarTiming.com and also SunSync Nutrition. Adam Bergstrom, get his book. If you haven't got it, you could still get hard copies, right? Yes, no, maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition? We still, have, we still have some left. If you're in Australia, be prepared for a wait, perhaps. <laughs> That's right. And most of our books are going through to foreign countries, but this is really unusual and getting humorous. We'll okay. keep you posted on when it finally gets to Australia. If the person who ordered that book is listening to the show, we sent it October 15th. Yeah. Blame the U.S. Post Office. And just remember, Adam Bergstrom and Vibrant Gal, when you guys get tired of New Salini land and you want to come, a lot of people moving to Texas, you can too. <laughs> lived there before. I've lived in about every place in Texas. Anyway, yeah, I know. I'll uh, see namaste. you soon. Namaste. Um, may the blessings be. Thank you. I love you. Take care. Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timpone. Bye, Vibrant Gal. Bye. I just heard a segment. Wow, what a great guy. He's, he's amazing, this stuff that, I don't know, man. You think sugar is hurting his brain? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, we will see you tomorrow. We're going to talk with uh, Matthew Errett about uh, who the deep state is. And I think Phil Wilson of the sauna guy uh, is, is going to be here tomorrow. And, uh, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of fun things coming up this week. Uh, also, Tom Luongo. There was a fellow, Adam, check this out. Listen to this, Adam. There was a fellow who bought some kind of a new crypto. Most of them are scams, right? The new ones. But there was a fellow that did some, it was like BTH, something like that. It was 0. 0.0006 cents, something like that. A week ago, he invested $8,000 into this thing. He knew something. $8,000. Do you know how much he made in one week? $5 billion. Whoa. I mean, I'm serious. And we're going to talk to Tom Luongo about that. So I, you know, I just heard about this thing was hot even before I heard the $5 billion, And I went on to buy some and they wouldn't even sell it to anybody in the United States. You can't buy it in the United States. So this, this was somewhere around the world. So you see, Adam, we need to keep an eye on this so you guys can start your whole center, right? All you need is a couple million. Who needs five billion? So we're working on that for Adam. Okay, so I love you all. Thank you. May the blessings be. See you tomorrow. Take care. <laughs> From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Hi, Doodle.